And I'm Alicia. And welcome back to another episode of Tea Over Interiors. Thanks so much for joining us today. Topic. We will be discussing how color affects your mood. That's a good one. So, before we get to that, Alicia, you know I need to know, girl. What you sipping on? I have a green tea today. Mandarin orange green tea. Actually, I don't taste the orange as much as the good smelling tea, too. Nice, nice. What you sipping on? Well, this morning, I am sipping on some mint ginger tea. I made it. I put a bit of raw honey in it only because I was out last night. You know how you got to talk loud over the music? Let me soothe my vocal cords this morning. All right, everyone. Let's move on to today's topic, which is how color affects your mood and the way that we interact with our environment. Color has varying wavelengths. Those wavelengths can affect us psychologically and seasons are also defined by color and then color also dictates the time of day we can wake up in the morning and precisely almost to a t know what time we woke up early morning mid-morning late morning afternoon you just know by the color of the sky right the hue yes exactly you have a feel you have a feel Based on the season, too, because, yeah. Yeah, and so colors also resonate with our memories as well as our cultural conditioning. So I went to a wedding last night, and here in America, most of the time, the bride wears white. But in some cultures, the bride does not wear white. Some cultures use white for mourning, but here in America, we use white for celebration and it represents purity cleanliness new starts right right and then we use black as a color of mourning but we also use black for elegance professionalism in the workplace color has so many definitions and so many uses in our life although i have seen a trend now of black wedding dresses i haven't been to a wedding yet where the bride is wearing black. I have. Yeah. They were a very mature couple and they were elegant and sophisticated. Black also evoked sophistication. Oh, I'm married again. I might try that. I was going to ask you now, was this the first marriage? I don't know, girl. I was on, in the business like that. The reason why I ask is because I've noticed that when it's like a second marriage or a vow renewal, they wear whatever right. color they like. They wear green, you know, all these other different colors. You earn that right once you get to that stage. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. We really need to pay attention to how colors affect us and make us feel. I have some color theory stuff that okay. I, I wanted to talk about, right? Sure. Okay. You got some of that too? I'm going to talk about their energy signature. We all know that colors typically evoke emotions. And this is why, let's see, branding people or marketing people or, you know, large companies specify colors that will help to sell a brand or associate a feeling with a brand. And I know that it really translates for anyone who's old enough to start doing any decorating in a home or, you know, making selections for their life. It could be clothes. Colors say something to us. They give us a feeling. Some of this is socialized, right? We've been given those cues from things that we've experienced in our consumer life, whether we've gone out and purchased stuff. It's really huge marketing. But I believe that some of it is 
innate. And you tell me if you agree or disagree with this. Reds, oranges, yellows evoke a feeling of warmth. And consequently, people think that it reminds them of sunshine. It reminds them of brightness and it gives them an uplifted feeling. I would say that that is so, especially when I see yellow, it does definitely make you feel uplifted. So if you're putting yellow in your home, I used it in my sunroom. It's not a bright yellow. And that's another conversation that we'll have about the saturation of color. How much of that when you're talking about using it in a residential or even a commercial space? So you mentioned yellows and orange and brown. Those are all warm and radiant colors that are found in nature and they're related to harvest season a lot of times. Deep earthy shades indicate strength and endurance. Blues and greens and purples, those are typically calming colors. Purple flowers in a vase can invite prosperity in your home according to feng shui principles. And purple is often connected to our health and our abundance, as well as royalty and elegance. And that's kind of why I think I used to wear so much purple when I was younger. I used to think I was like regal because I used to see the kings and queens in it. Yeah, it's the royal color, absolutely. Blue and red make purple. The red is the fire and you got the blue, that's the calm. That's why it creates that inner peace and it balances those two strong colors, right? It's also associated with your crown chakra, if you're into chakras. It is related to wisdom and enlightenment. So amethyst in this category would be a good crystal to be used in your home. As a protection stone, I use amethyst. I keep amethyst in my car and pale and deep violets can also create balance and calm. When you use green in your home, green is a symbol of empathy and emotional healing. Blues, teals, these are all calming, like you said, relaxing, and they provide tranquility and supportive, healthy energy. These colors are also found in nature. Green is also related to your heart chakra. If you use soft hues in the bedroom of these colors, they will promote rest and calm. Mm -hmm. Greens and blues also work on walls in most areas of your home. And green plants, whether they're living or fake, but you know I love the living. <laughs> they promote healing and growth as well. If you want to be more aligned with that feeling of growth, then jade is going to be a good stone to use in your home. It's a healing stone. Now, let me ask you something. See, everybody's not into, like, stones, right? So what would you suggest if you're not literally into stones? I know an idea, but how would you suggest somebody would bring in a, a stone for the healing properties without so, going out and buying some stones. I'm trying to tell you. like, Oh, what? without going out and buying jade? Listen, I'm not into it. I don't have stones in my house. I don't collect stones. Like, I'm not into that. I go to houses all the time and they have the stones in the little clothes. Like, yeah. If you're not doing that, if that's not your thing, it doesn't mean you can't benefit from it. So what would you suggest? Well, like I said, you could just use these colors. They're still going to promote health and healing. You can use them in your room. Like my bedroom, I use a lot of teal in my bedroom. So when it comes to bringing in that earth strong, like heavy presence, but you don't want to bring stones, you can find lamps that may be made out of stone with that color. You can find accessories that have a stone-like structural quality. And you can bring that into your home if you're not into stones, right. crystals rather. They come from the earth, and the earth is where all the energy is. You can use plants as well. 
for their color. You know, it has been proven by science that if you stand on concrete, grass, sand, if you stand on top of it and they scan your body, you will see the energy areas light up differently in your body. And it does change the electromagnetic field within your body. So if you were to ground in your own home, in your own area, then you're going to become more connected with that surrounding. Even if you go visit a new place, if the first thing that you do is you ground when you get there, you're connecting your energy field to that new location. Every area has a different energy field and things like that. This is why eating local foods is important. And I'm not saying when they say locally grown, because a lot of times I'm in New York, it might come from like New Jersey. That's not local. <laughs> but if you have like a farm near your house and you buy the fruits and vegetables from there, those plants are better equipped to help you with seasonal allergies and other viruses and things that might be happening in your area because the plants are absorbing and fighting it. I would say dark colors suggest elegance and maturity. And we just finished talking about that. We said that, you know, you would wear a black in a wedding or when you would wear black. And I do that when I am dressing because I want people to feel like they can trust my decisions and they believe that I have experience and it helps to suggest elegance and maturity. Now, the light and neutral and clean colors like beiges and even white and pale pinks those will suggest well-being. So we have to make sure that we, I think we've used that in our in our logo. Mm -hmm. The beige our the, logo. Our new logo. And it's just well-being. Oh, <laughs> they, if you want it to be jarring and you want it to get attention, the number one color combination is black and red. And I don't like that in an interior space as a rule, but a lot of people do. And I've seen it in a lot of, look at your face. I can't with you right now. But people do black and red all the time. And I'm like, what are you trying to say to the people? Now, I'm sure that can be done tastefully. I am so certain. I just think that it is the saturation of those colors. Yeah, saturation yeah. is important. Yeah. Yeah. So earth tones also make you feel cozy and make you want to hibernate. So let me ask you a question. How, if we know these things are used in businesses, like for instance, Spotify and Whole Foods, they use this vibrant green color, right? Because that green is supposed to indicate life and vitality. And so they want people to associate that with their branding. So what about, and money, right, right, right. And so wait a minute, can we use those philosophies those ideas in our homes to stimulate abundance or prosperity. Well, a prosperity and, and abundance in feng shui, they would use purple. So if you were to find your wealth area, according to the Bagua map, if you're into feng shui, then you would use purple in that area. The Chinese use red, but that's cultural appropriation. Can't use red. What do you mean can't use red? I mean, because there's, there's like a whole science and it's very deep. Okay. When, when it comes to that. But purple does symbolize abundance. And so if you're looking to promote prosperity and things like that, you would use purple. And that's how you can invite some of these things into your home. I want to present to you ooh, a question from one of our listeners. Ooh, special segment, special segment. Okay, so one of our listeners sent me a note and wanted to know, 
since they only have one main bathroom in their home, they wanted to make that bathroom special. It's not a large bathroom. It's probably only, I've been in there. Well, the floor space is only five feet by four feet, small. Okay. And then there's the tub, right? The tub is five by three, small, small, small. And this is for the whole house. Now, they wanted to know what colors should they focus on on the walls and they had found a very decorative tile for the floor and they wanted to know if they should specifically lean in a direction of color for that space, you know, be a place that they could clean easily. And they wanted it to be both inspiring in the morning and soothing at night. And the question is, can that space do both of those things? And what color should they focus on? So, yes, I feel like you can do both of those things. You can be inspired and calm at night, but that would depend on at night, your lighting, of course, right? Mm -hmm. Change the lighting to help change the mood of the space. Like I said earlier, how do colors make you feel? What colors resonate with you? So what colors to the listener listener what colors resonate with you are you inspired by calming colors of blues and greens are you more inspired by neutral tones how much light does this room get in the morning because if they do like a darker color and they decide to do that in the morning will the bathroom appear lighter because of all the light that's coming in or will it appear that dark cave-like soothing color at night So, and in the morning, that again is going to depend on the light for the space, how we work it. Because the lighting is a definite element that we haven't discussed. We've probably discussed it in previous episodes, but lighting is a huge component where you can take a space from bright and inspiring in the morning to more dim and sultry at night, you know? So, yeah. yeah, I really appreciate that advice. That's good advice. And I'm going to make sure that they listen to the episode and they hear that. But yeah, that's good. So they can probably pick whatever color speaks to them. Definitely, because that's what's going to make them feel inspired, right? What makes me feel inspired doesn't make you feel inspired. Well, there's no right or wrong there. That's good. There's never a right or wrong when we come to interior design, you know, because it's so personal. I believe you have to know the rules so that you can break them. I know I've said that a million times. So I do believe there's right and wrong when it comes to space, planning, design, concepts. And guys, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us at hello at toverinteriors.com. And so that way we could read your question on the air. So that was our show. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. I am so appreciative. Let me tell you, we took two months off and you guys are still listening. Thank you so very, very much. We love you. Once again. Oh, well, it will be. It will be. Yeah. We're recording all these episodes. Yeah, appreciate you so much. I have to just say this like two minute thing. Dee and I have been on our own journey, right? And so what's important, I think, for our listeners to know is that our goal is to bring you the most inspired information, not just information for information's sake, because you can go Google, you know what I mean? You can go YouTube and Pinterest and... Okay, stop giving them ideas. Okay, but you can do all of that. You know, listen... I think you need us. I want you to need us or else we wouldn't be doing this. But what I really feel that is just like anything in life, inspired action, the inspired advice or inspired motivation 
that you get from us will help you to make decisions that are right for you and right for your spaces and your life. We're hoping that that's what we're praying it will do, right? They yeah, I want people to be intentional about their decisions and think more about how it's going to make them feel, not what they've seen, not what they think their home is supposed to look like, but think about how it's going to connect you, mind, body, and soul. You know, how are you going to feel inside? How's it going to affect your health? your mental health, all those different things. It's your safe haven. So it's true. we want you to be inspired toward wellness and happiness within your home. So this is your weekly dose of wellness. This is the Over Interiors. Thank you again so much for joining us. We really appreciate you guys so very much. And we'll see you next week. Ciao.